Welcome to Probing Ancient Aliens. Science and sci-fi obsessed nerds, Steve and Joey, are exploring each episode of everyone's favorite show about ancient astronaut theory, as well as the lovable quirky researchers who evangelize it. Today we're probing into Season 4, Episode 12, Aliens and Cover-Ups. Was aliens and really cute little coveralls. So. Mm-hmm. You do the one strap down. Cover look. me, cover up, girl. That's how that goes, right? It was easy breezy, beautiful cover girl, cover girl. Yeah. Isn't cover up, though, a thing? Um, oh, you should go and cover up your congas. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> uh, I mean, oh, yeah, you covering. Mean my wet pussy? Yeah. See, <laughs> uh, si, bueno. Yes. See. <laughs> si. Chimchorio. Come on. <laughs> Chimichurio. <laughs> Chimichurri sandwich. That was a weird, like, because, like, not Chitty Chitty Bang Bang, but it's the, what's, is the Mary Poppins thing, which is the Chim Chimichurri. No. He was talking about actually stepping into time. Perhaps, perhaps Dick Van Dyke knew more than he was letting on in Mary Poppins. And that's why his nickname was boner <laughs> i mean he was with a woman that could fly with an advanced umbrella like device she could easily dump thousands of children or babies unwanted inside of that bag so they could <laughs> fuck and fuck and not have to worry about abortion and going against you know what they called their own god wait so <laughs> she had a magic bag yeah that she could dump unwanted babies in yeah so they could fuck now in the right. bag in the world of no the bag. it was just Mary Poppins and Dick Van Dyke could fuck all the time. I see. And not worry about any children. <laughs> I thought it was like a uh, Fantastic Beast situation where he has that briefcase that he can I mean, walk you never into, know. And it's bigger on the inside, and all the babies can just yeah. grow up to fuck each yeah. other without then having babies themselves. Or maybe there's a bag within the bag. Right. <laughs> and you know what I always say? It's like Ezekiel in the Bible. It's sacks within sacks. Well, I was just going to say, and that's my bag, baby. Right. <laughs> <laughs> We've been doing a lot of. I've, I've been doing a lot of dumb Austin Powers stuff oh, uh, at yeah. work. Like, it's been uh, percolate. It's been on cable a lot. Oh, really? So it's in the in the zeitgeist. Yeah, the white guys zeitgeist. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and people have been saying, uh, uh, "Blade Jomi at work uh, said, I don't know if you've seen um, the BBC today at lunch." And I was trying to laugh, but it wasn't the crowd <laughs> to <laughs> make that observation from. She might. Enjoy it. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> oh, who's Blay Joe? Me. <laughs> me. Yeah. I'm into it. I am Blay Joe. Yes. We are Blay Joe. Now, speaking of that, we were talking a little bit about this before because it's related to Aliens, the Venom movie's coming out. And that's Daddy says. With Tom, <laughs> with Tom Hardy in there. Uh, now, for those that don't know, Venom is an alien symbiotic mass yeah. that latches onto you. And latches into you, I guess. Yeah, takes does, over. Does it literally go into your pores or something? It must, right? Maybe at the DNA level, mm-hmm. it's syncing up and uh, modifying. Right. Uh, we're shrinking down yes. to the DNA level. Yes, we will be down there. <laughs> right. Cellular. So <laughs> wouldn't that Cells. also mean that as you jizz, as you jizz on somebody... Interlace. It would, Cells. <laughs> it would absorb Cells. at a DNA level as well. Yeah, they do. Yeah. <laughs> so he's just a big, thick load that someone left right. behind yeah. at the DNA level. Yeah. Um, I wish it was rated R. 
because my desire to see it's a lot lower now. And also the the voice of the symbiote sounds like a '90s cartoon version of the voice. Yeah, he talks like this. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. I mean, the only R-rated Marvel movie is Deadpool. So mm-hmm. for them, oh, and, and Wolverine or right. Logan, I guess. Yeah. Um, but that was the whole dream with this. Venom. But those were all foxes, and like this right. is foxy is. <laughs> uh, so to have Sony Speaking trying of awesome powers, Wayne's World, huh? Foxy lady. <laughs> I speak Cantonese. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Campbell. Oh. Um, no, I I don't know. I never thought it was going to be an R-rated movie and never really envisioned that. That was the big thing. Up. It was like, literally they announced it and they're like, in the wake of Deadpool's success, Sony approves Venom. And it's yeah. like, oh, cool. That's going to be. But approves Venom versus I know. an R-rated movie. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of weird, though. Like, like I, I like Tom Hardy as an actor, mm-hmm. but that voice, but I guess the voice in Bane was just as weird in a different way, but mm-hmm. he's literally talking like this. He's like, hey, man. What's right. his name? Uh, the character, Eddie Brock or whatever. Yeah. He's like, yeah, it's Eddie Brock. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Go fucking right. do this guy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it, it, I'm going to go do this guy. Yeah. <laughs> Himself. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, what is that like jerking off as Venom? Yeah, uh, right? You could have all that goo going yeah, around your yeah, arm. Cause it's, cause the is whole, it your own caucus? Right. Like the, well, the whole, yeah, could you venom your cock bigger right. and then jerk your cock? Right. Or we'll is it better to have your, your little baby hand grab your venom cock? I don't know. Yeah. Cause the a whole, venom hand grabbing your, your cock. Right. Because the whole trailer is like his arms and back like turning into like venom goo right. and shooting out and stuff too, you know? Yeah. Um, it's almost carnage-like, which well, venom does to a certain It's the extent. same exact symbiote. I didn't know. Yeah, but Venom was more, in at least early on, was like just a buff Spider-Man. Right. Where Carnage was doing the more manipulation of right. goop. Because Carnage was a serial killer. Right. Like the host person is a serial killer. And it's a it's a piece of the Venom symbiote. And I, I didn't realize, I just heard this on another podcast, that if Venom dies, Carnage dies and vice versa yeah. because they're part of the same life form or whatever. Yeah. So. Um, I don't know. That actually might make for interesting comics if they can't kill each other or something like mm-hmm. that, you know? But anyway. But if they're both semi-evil. Right. Yeah. Um, anyway. <laughs> uh, I think that's the On biggest. sweet carnage. Ali- <laughs> uh, it's kind of the biggest alien news that's going on right Since now. Since last week. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you can still see Mars in the sky. Yeah. With uh, the and naked this guy. Eye. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it's been a... It's been a long week. It was actually, we recorded uh, on Monday, which was like two days after I got back from Italy. Um, And I actually felt more energized. But now at the end of this week, I'm like super fucking drained. Right, we've been up that high. Yeah. It's a long, weird week. Yeah. And like as much as I want, like my wife has been sleeping like 13 hour days. She'll go to bed at like eight (laughs) and then get up for That means no hard-ons for Joe. (laughs) (laughs) Which, well... Maybe just the opposite. Yeah, huh? a little sleep porn. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> uh, but uh, have you ever jerked off to your wife while she's asleep? While she was asleep, no. <laughs> <laughs> That's a hard no. Never pulled back the mm-hmm. sheets. Now you know the old wake up in the middle of the night kind of thing is one thing. Right, but right, yeah. right. Um, uh, I think. Well, <laughs> I'll say my little piece. I think. <laughs> I think that. Uh, there's been a couple times, oh, on the trip, she was so tired that she didn't really remember it happening Uh-oh. afterwards. And then I've been in jail ever since. Yeah. <laughs> uh, now you have experience with sleep and sex. Um, 
you sent a little gif of it or something. You said I've I've done the some car- cartoon character. It was uh, Goku right. down on a girl and falling asleep on his wife Chi Chi. I think. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I got so drunk going down on my girlfriend at the time. I passed out. <laughs> she woke me up. I kept going. Passed out again. Woke me up again. Yeah. Finished the job. Right. Then I went to bed. Not not that you were already drunk. You said you got drunk going <laughs> down on my girlfriend. Sorry. Now who is this girl? Sorry. Bruce? And she you got this fermented pussy this. juice yeah, in yeah. there, man. <laughs> we can bottle that up and sell it. Yeah. <laughs> bottle that up and smell it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's the best way, my friend. So yeah. yeah. Fermented fame. <laughs> That was a very a very weird text where it was just like this picture of Goku eating out his wife, A, yeah. and then you're just like, you only posted to go, I've done the Goku. Yeah, because there's a bunch of different yeah. like uh, DBZ things like right. this or that, so I just sliced out that. Yeah, yeah. I was dying yesterday. This is a little inside baseball, but it worked because uh, that one guy, thrill, Thrillage, uh, who is a yeah, yeah, yeah. man of Indian descent and... and uh, you were having a conversation with him about Dragon Ball Z yep. a few weeks ago, and he was like, "Oh, anything Vegeta, I yeah, would yeah. love." And then <laughs> this week, the conversation, and you were, I think, in a meeting or something, and the conversation was between the customs guy and a couple other people, yeah. and literally, it was <laughs> the customs guy company's like, "All right, Varush, what is this Dragon Ball Z shit?" And he's like. Because he's like, you keep talking about because he was talking with Barrick over had, there. I had told Bra Blonde um, <laughs> about Adidas has a Dragon Ball Z. Oh, that, and that's what they out. were looking at, yeah. right? And so he was like, all right, yeah, one minute, sell me on Dragon Ball oh, Z. God. Why should I watch it now when I didn't like it before or something? Like, and, it yeah. was like, and he's like, well, there's well, a lot to think you. about it. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It was just a really dumb He likes to eat a lot and he wears uh, weighted suits when right. he trains in Zero heaven. G gravity. Yeah, yeah I know. <laughs> he dies a thousand fucking yeah, times yeah. in the show, but then death is meaningless because you can yeah. wish yourself back with balls. Um, Goku, also an alien, right? The Saiyans. Yeah, and they chop their tails off. Right. Well, they aren't even known. Yeah. Well, some people do. Yeah. Uh, did Vegeta ever chop his tail off? Well, Son Goku had his tail top chopped. Right, right. Someone had their tail chopped off without wanting it chopped off. Oh, that's right. Because he was going to be too powerful. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Oh, what a fucking nightmare. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> um, yeah, this... Uh, well, how are you? I just said how tired I it's was fine. and stuff. <laughs> it is fine. fine. <laughs> how are you? It's fine. It is fine. Yeah. You uh, had a little birthday dinner. Little leftover uh, Ruth Chris baby. Oh, yeah. a little cold steak, a little cold yep. salmon, a little cold mac up. and cheese <laughs> with a cold No mac brew. and cheese. It was uh, sweet cold potato. steak, cold salmon, cold sweet potato cold casserole, steak, cold salmon, <laughs> and cold cheesy potatoes. Oh, geez. oh what are those scalloped potatoes or al gratin? Al gratin, yeah. There it is. Uh, I think I might have yeah, told always you. Always delicious. In Italy, there was these lobsters they would serve, and it was uh, Alstice, I think is how you say lobster in Italian, but it was Alstice Gratin. Oh. And I thought Steve's it was like cheap. <laughs> I want all of Steve's Gratin. Yeah. Oh, I'm uh, just over here grate my cheese off my nuts and get some of old Steve's Gratin. Fresh, uh, but always fermented. <laughs> uh And it, I, I figured it was like cheesy lobster or something, because, you know, mm. we think of Al Gratin potatoes. Oh, fish. And cheese does not mix well right. in Italian land, my oh, friend. Does it? Uh, but no, but it, it was that the lobster was like cut in half and baked with a bunch of like fried breadcrumb like mixture on top, and you would just so it was like a baked lobster with yeah. that on top. It was okay. really fucking wow. good, and it was only like nineteen bucks. <laughs> Great job. 
It was like an old Native American. (laughs) An old old NES era video game about Native Americans. (laughs) Now there's a cheat in the game. You can only keep two enemy on screen. So you must always learn how to walk the spirit walk to not have to fight. He started off as like an old class British man. Oh, now there is an old no cheat in the game. <laughs> an old dirty cheat. No, that was the cheat in Karate Kid. Is right. There couldn't be more than two enemies on the screen at a time. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So if you could walk just fast enough to keep them chasing you, right. you would never you have an enemy. Was fight. that Karate Kid or was that Kung Fu? That was Karate Kid. It was okay. I believe I'm. I'm pretty well. Maybe it was kung fu, but I think it was Karate Kid because I think it was where you had the Mr. Miyagi chopstick level and all that stuff. Oh, oh, that's oh, that's right. I forgot about yeah. that. Yeah, that's gnarly. So. Um, but yeah, this <laughs> we're doing a lot of uh, <laughs> talk. Is there? There. This is an episode all about cover. Probably like 15 minutes of like right. <laughs> not even rehash. Just right. straight up. We can just cut the clip from the other episode. I know, right? And just play our <laughs> take on that. Right. Uh, it, it, it it's funny because. Television, like approved television about government cover-ups, by default will never actually give you any real information, yeah. or at least uh, factual or provable information, right. because otherwise you wouldn't be seeing it. If the if the cover-up was as real as they say, um, also you because you don't like none of the you can't be an expert in a cover-up, I suppose, unless you were the one doing yeah. the cover-up, so you can't prove anything so therefore there are no experts from the outside of that cover-up and that's what you're watching on this episode yeah and this is where conspiracy theories like that right there is why a lot of people argue they're impossible yeah they're either all officially covered up and that's just a government secret right versus a conspiracy where it's like you have all these people who are in the know but can't say anything and then it just would dissolve because it would involve too many people to keep it totally secret yeah and it's like, and then you take a bunch of people all keeping a secret, then for centuries, it's like, yeah. that's not going to fucking happen. <laughs> not going to fly in this ship, right. bitch. <laughs> uh, but no, I guess that was, it was super valid for almost, almost only that, the, like, like, I said that weird. The most valuable thing from Alien Con, I think, was seeing Travis Taylor talk. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. talk no, about, it was cool. Yeah, yeah, talk about the nature of a conspiracy versus a government need to know basis versus yeah. a what you think is a cover up. Right, you know? right, right. It's like, yes, I guess you're saying that you're they're covering up the truth. Right. Um or it's like in this episode, it's truth by omission, which is not technically the truth, but right. um but there's still a difference between flat out l- denying something but or just not telling you all the factors of something. Right, too, right, right. You know. Um but I mean later on Linda Moulton Howe, the plastic surgery queen, like the only not really a, a great point, but the only salient point she's actually made, because she usually doesn't make points, she just talks about yeah, how, yeah. how we feel about things and stuff. Um, she says, uh, she relates the the cat, the Vatican cover-up, um, Vatican cover-ups that have been proven to exist, uh, that is what causes us now in our post-Renaissance world to not trust the large bodies of government to tell right. us the truth, because there's a precedent for it, you know? Yeah. And we'd like to believe that because the the at least the you know most Western governments aren't oligarchies; they're not religious governments. We'd like to think that the truth is just there and whatever. But yeah, it doesn't mean. I mean, the the only reason the Catholic Church was doing that was control and power, which that's what governments are all about, right? Too. Right. So, um, but yeah, and not a salient point, but at least a point that she made, which was 
mildly interesting. I'm like, oh, like at least this sets up our brains to be mistrusting of uh, large government bodies about information that yeah, apparently question could everything. fuck everything up um, or what they think could fuck everything up, you know. Um, but yeah, we start off uh, during the Cold War. Uh, which, I mean, technically, no bombs ever actually landed and, right, and did war. anything, right? Yeah. Like so were... the Cold War was, it wasn't a hot war. Right. <laughs> it wasn't Not a yet. warm war. Yeah. <laughs> no, but that means there was no active, right. like, fighting. It right. was just all this espionage. Right. And it was all paranoia and... about maybe something right, happening. Right. Arms yeah. races, all that fun stuff. Right. And, uh, but yeah, so, uh, we're in, we start off in Offutt, O-F-F-U-T. <laughs> uh, Get off it, my friend. Yeah, Air Force Base. Um. Probably, I wonder if that came from like a lot of dogs jumping on counters yeah. and just getting yelled at to get off it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Damn, Keita, yeah. <laughs> Grant. Um, she or, never acts like this. Yeah, <laughs> I love that his voice, his white trash <laughs> voice. Changes, uh, she, she never acts, acts like this. this. Sorry, Sorry sirs. Yeah. <laughs> I'd Nikita. like to welcome you to in my yeah. into my parlor, Nikita Grant. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, sir. <laughs> oh, she has not done this. In quite some time. <laughs> and she knows I better. Yeah. <laughs> Would you like uh, some sustenance? I have some ancient pizza crusts uh, that are in a box on the table over there. Some old 45. Yeah. <laughs> old 45? Uh, no, old English. Sorry. Oh. Colt 45 and old yeah. English together. Yeah. Some old English. Ooh, he's an old 45. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, so... This incident that happens uh, in the 60s at Offutt Air Force Base in Omaha, Nebraska. Uh, it's it's five UFOs spotted over the Pacific Northwest. They are hauling ass over uh, the Canadian airspace. And they apparently get like a third of the way across Canada in like two minutes, which is, mm-hmm. which is insanely fast. Um, and that's the kind of shit that I like because I'm like, they that's tracked weird. some yeah. object... On radar, yeah, moving that fast, and that's the kind of shit where I'm like, that is proof enough that there are there's technologies something beyond wonky. ours and something too, yeah. you know. Um, and so we we get uh, uh, so the Air Force thinks at first it's Russian missiles. Um, it's not because those missiles do like a very acute angle, like a thirty degree angle turn, yeah. and go straight back north and then over to Russia. Um, which is also very weird and suspect, especially during the Cold War. Um, Nixon is the investigator. The investigator. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm not an investigator. I don't believe your testimony. Uh, uh, where's the document? <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, he immediately calls uh, the Ghostbusters. Yeah, exactly. Um, when he says, uh, "I've answered the question with I'm going to call you." Yeah. Uh, you, <laughs> you said, who's going to call? I will call you. Who should I call? Right. I will call you. Uh, <laughs> I got a little... <laughs> a little... Yeah, 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 uh, yeah. yeah. That's Thraven. There we go. There, yeah. Um, but he immediately calls Russia uh, the Kremlin. Yeah. Uh, and he says, those are not our planes, missiles, whatever. Don't yeah. start a fucking war on us, please. Um, and so we get uh, the reintroduction of Ken Storch. Uh, who I kind of, <laughs> I kind of nicknamed the Mustache Mangaloid. Oh yeah, <laughs> um, he's a very like he literally looks like a Will Forte character. Yeah, maybe a fucked up version of Porden Pam. <laughs> yeah, kind of actually, <laughs> and he is a uh, paranormal investigator and police officer. Are his two credits on the show? 
<laughs> and yet he literally says that he was at the Offutt Air Force Base and had to sign an NDA. Like all right. of the soldiers or somebody like he because it doesn't say he's military police or yeah, anything yeah, it just yeah. says that just all the soldiers there had to sign a, a thing that said uh an nda that, that said you won't talk about this for 30 years and he's like right, right. and i didn't and it's like implying and like oh I i'm talking am. about it now yeah. on ancient aliens um he's got a turtle like a mock turtleneck uh and a sweet blazer on he's got mm-hmm. that kind of uh not a fu manchu what do they call that kind of something mustache where it goes like down to your um i don't know some sort of cowboy bebop or something <laughs> <laughs> Um, Handlebar mustache. You know, I'm going to do a confession here. Now, if I ever get into a conversation about anime or something like that with people, the first fucking thing that like 70% of those people ask me, they're like, oh, have you seen Cowboy Bebop? And I always say yes, and I never have. (laughs) Because they're like so excited. I've never seen it. Yeah, they're like so excited. To to like Talk know that I've seen it, and, and yet they but they never not a single person ever has asked follow up questions. Yeah. It's always it's like Cowboy Ke- so Bebop cool. and Trigun. I remember in like early two yeah. thousands. Yep, I feel like and then uh, Outlaw Star. Outlaw yeah. Star was like the B movie version in Full Metal Alchemist. And I only watch Outlaw Star and Trigun, not yeah. Cowboy Bebop. I just felt like hey, mate, was it even late nineties or is that just yeah late nineties? Yeah. Yep. Like, everyone was watching those. And I, whenever I'd go to Comic-Con, it was all the yep. shit. I always thought it looked really cool. I just yeah. never watched it. And the DVDs were, like, uh, $40 for right. three episodes. Right. It's <laughs> it's like, like that, that's part thing. of the reason. It's like, how do I access this without, like, right. fucking everything up? And thus, torrents were born. <laughs> um, but, yeah. So, Ken Storch is here. He has, I don't know, sort of stuff to say. He's, I mean... It almost seems like they're trying to make him into a Nick, an American Nick Pope, and Nick right. Pope is the British guy from the British Ministry of Defense, who was the like, British guy from the British right. Ministry. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, he 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 was the one that like since two thousand or for twenty years almost he was running that department, and and uh, came into contact with a lot of of paranormal case files and stuff. Right. Ken Storch, they seem to be trying to paint him like that, but. He doesn't seem to have the actual access. He just comes on and seems very official. Yeah, never really held in a, a crazy position like right. Nick Pope officially did. Right. And this episode, he's on a couple times and just says, yes, the government is lying about this and conspiracies are real about it. And that's it. Yeah. And it's like, okay. And that's pretty much all. And trust me, daddy. <laughs> that's pretty much all anyone says about this. Right, right. Uh, no, trust me in my ca- cowboy bebop or yeah. whatever must. Handlebar boobops. <laughs> I know there's a fucking name for it's that. It's handlebar. But... No, handlebar is when it goes like, like the old no, like handlebar comes down. No, yeah. the handlebar is not the, but not the one that is the, Hogan had the down. that is like a beard. Um, no, handlebars go way out like like bicycle handlebars. Yeah, these come down like a little bicycle. <laughs> I'm gonna Google it. All right, um, <laughs> not worth handled. <laughs> uh, you're googling uh, men with handlebar mustaches. Yes, Bing safe search filter off. Um, but yeah, Whipple Rills. Um, anyway, so then it cuts to it literally goes away from that oh, whole upwardly curved extremities, right? Handlebar, well, fuck mustache. you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, then we, I don't know what the fuck yeah. it is. We quickly move away from off at Air Force Base, and uh, we just get right off it. We touch on the Battle of Los Angeles again for like the mm. fifth time on the show. Now, not that that event isn't crazy, and that picture, that famous picture from it with all the spotlights <laughs> on picture. there, yeah, is super cool. Um, and yeah, not to be confused with the Aaron Eckhart movie, Battle for Los Angeles, yeah. which was really bad. I think maybe, maybe like one of the last movies I ever saw with my dad. 
Oh. Um, like in the theater. Right, right. Um, and, and he it kept was, saying it was, oh, it's the fight for angels, huh? Yeah. <laughs> the fight angel movie where the angels fight. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, two faces in there or whatever. Yeah. Even though those, I'm out. Yeah, those but, gold-plated guys with the wings and shit. Yeah. You know, Goldar from Power yeah. Rangers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's that uh, other... <laughs> I, was, I had to hold back saying what Rita. Repulsed. Yeah, it's a uh, Rita Skeeter there. From... <laughs> oh, <laughs> Jesus! Get a dumb broad. <laughs> oh boy, if you could only see Steve's mouth. Um, and then <laughs> broad. <laughs> uh, yeah, I can't even start joking about it because I'll just say. <laughs> anyway, uh, they they talk about the Battle of Los Angeles again. They show the photograph again. A bunch of the ancient astronaut theorists come on and go, yeah, it was crazy, and blah, blah, blah. And Jason Martell comes on and he goes, all the evidence points to some kind of craft, not of this world. And it's like, okay, like, great. Um, this is like a a weird, like, like a, it's very slippery episode because it is mostly things we've seen before, but it kind of makes you think it's not going to be at first. Right. Um, the way they introduce the segments is kind of coy and sly in the mm-hmm. way it introduces stuff. Uh, they then touch on Roswell, and, and I mean, I guess sort of the only interesting factoid is that was really the first time the American government officially said to the public, we, the government, do not have to answer you, the public's questions, right. for matters of national secur- security. security. <laughs> and, uh, sex security. For sure, yeah. yeah. Uh, which is, you know, that is, it is funny that that is the thing, that, that it was an alien crash. Right. That's what triggered... So many people to go, what the fuck's going on? Yeah. You ran this newspaper story, and the next day you say it's a weather balloon. And then they just, that's the the beginning of everything. Um, you know, every fucking cliche in every movie about alien stuff yeah. is the government having a, you know, Hand no comment kind yeah. of yeah response. Um, we then uh, skip right over to Washington, D.C., um, where there was an event in 1952. Uh, July 19th, 1952 was when it started, and a bunch of UFOs. We're spotted on radar, and this happened over the course of, like, two weekends. It was consistent. Um, Mike Barra and, and uh, Sukalos are on there, and they just kind of, you know, again, yeah. repeat the facts of Robert Clotworthy, the narrator, um, adding nothing really lou- new. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm just nothing really lou, you know. Yeah. I don't really I thought do you nothing. said lube. <laughs> <laughs> nothing really lube. It's a good brand. It feels yeah. like it's not even there. Ooh, it's so sm- <laughs> Yeah. It's so dry and, r- <laughs> and rough. It feels like nothing's even there. It's just little bottles of air yeah. <laughs> that you're selling. Oh. <laughs> Um, Chlorine-filled water. It's going to be huge. <laughs> so it's like come, no, okay? It's so it's like come. The most come, the saltiest come. Okay, <laughs> it's the biggest load, huge loads. Okay, we're going to have the thickest, most pineapple-based loads. Okay, that got a nice. little like yeah. uh, '80s, <laughs> like hey, <Yeah>. now. <laughs> well, yeah. When you're talking pineapples, you talk tang, bro. Yeah, guys, uh, tubular, <laughs> tubular Trump here. <laughs> going to have huge loads. Yeah, throwing <laughs> the, throw the best shakas out. Okay, going to have a couple buds. <laughs> okay. And Big rippers, huh? Yeah. They're going to pay to make our burritos, bro. Post session okay. burritos. Okay, they're going to tow me in. They'll tow us in, and they'll pay for the deskies, okay, bro? <laughs> uh, what, what is his real favorite movie is Bloodsport, but I guess Tubular Trump, his real favorite movie would be uh, the where the uh, Arizona North Shore. Guy, yeah, North Shore. <laughs> <laughs> okay, bro. <laughs> Hang loose. <laughs> Ever since that movie, okay. I wanted that uh, to go yeah, to one of those tank. surf contests in a yeah. pool that okay. had a uh, wave machine The wave there. tank <laughs> and uh, Arizona. That's why I love Arizona. Great people. Good, you know. Big uh, walls. Yeah, go go to Honolulu, bang a fucking tranny or something. Uh, you know, whatever, whatever. Is that like a, I mean, everyone jokes about Thailand and Philippines for that, like the ladyboy culture. Is oh. that in Hawaii as well? Holy fuck. Oh. 
<laughs> is that the one you banged? Holy yeah, fuck. That's holy fuck. I have all the holes that women do, but mine comes. <laughs> but mine comes. Oh, my God. There's so many accents. Yeah. <laughs> but mine holy bloody comes when you come, yeah, mate. Okay. <laughs> I do that squirt out of my wiener. <laughs> I was going to say, oh, I love having a yeah. dick in an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> right. Okay, so does every guy. Uh, yeah. So a couple things. Uh, Pimps Up, Hose Down, HBO TV show. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. That they was did, where it would show the car. Of the session, and it would show a silhouette, but it would still have the sound recording. Yeah, exactly. And you'd hear the guy getting blown up. or fucked right, or right. whatever. Yeah. <laughs> um, and there was all the pimps and stuff. So they did one in Hawaii, oh. and it was like almost all trannies. Oh my god! And I, so someone at Burke knows a guy that was on the show who's a photographer uh-huh. for <laughs> us. Oh wow! Um, anyways, uh, oh really? Yeah. <laughs> I thought you were saying he was like the cameraman for that show. No, I was like, oh, cool. He, he works for HBO. On the show. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. Uh, Currently works? He's not in the office. He is a freelancer. Oh, wow. <laughs> uh, hey, barbecue. Uh, what? Barbecue. That was the girl's name. Oh. Uh, <laughs> and then when I went to Hawaii for Burke. Uh, mm-hmm. A few years back, yeah. or, or a long time ago now, um, <laughs> we went into Honolulu for a night, mm-hmm. uh, and yeah, just walking the streets. Like one, I might have got a laugh. And I had a session from, with uh, Honolulu. From, uh, <laughs> yeah, Hungalulu was his name. <laughs> uh, no, into like one of the strippiest, strippiest, <laughs> one sketch, of the strippiest little strip clubs, clubs over, out there. there. <laughs> Sketchiest strip clubs where it was just all painted like roller can, you know, like fucking dark black. Oh wow. Like roller can, just like I was thinking, like rattle can and roller. Oh, paint, spray can. Oh, whatever. I see. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> and then I said roller can. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I might have got a lap dance from a trainee. Oh wow! Post op. I don't think hey, so though. I don't think so. I didn't feel a dong. Uh, but walking. <laughs> Even if she sh- did, you yeah. thought it was a girl. Yeah. Cares. <laughs> um, Keeps me up at night. Yeah, <laughs> I think I loved her in more ways than one. Uh, <laughs> No, but then walking the streets, there were like every corner. Get it, bud. Yeah, had a group of fucking training <laughs> oh hookers, and there was one where they almost. Oh got, my god! Oh, good lord! <laughs> Ooh, do tell. <laughs> Two tickets, please. One for me, one for my penis. <laughs> and the loads that will be dropped. <laughs> Kamehameha. Um, no, and then each corner had a group of like training hookers, and at one point they wow. almost got in a fight with some dudes because. <laughs> You're, like, you're gonna fucking do this or what? Are you gonna fuck it? Like oh the guys God. are trying to walk away. They're like, "Well, what are you gonna fucking do? We're gonna fucking do this. Let's go! Come oh. on!" Like yelling at them to fuck uh, yeah, them yeah. with money. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was gnarly. Lots did they sound trainings. like white trash, even though they were Hawaiian? Yeah, they did. I mean, Hawaiian trash, <laughs> yeah. whatever. I mean, yeah. I'm walking by trying to like not make eye right. contact. So <laughs> uh, yeah, they're just grabbing their crotch yeah. and they're like, "Oh, you want some of this?" Janet. Yeah. I've never been to Honolulu. I've only been to Maui, Waki. which is much more mellow, right? Because Honolulu is uh, kind of like a big city, right? That's like the the L.A. Of the Hon- yeah, like Hawaii. where basically if you live in Hawaii, you probably live on Oahu, right? In Ho- in Honolulu or Waikiki, because if there's like the only real infrastructure, that's the there, big right? yeah. yeah. That's where the education is. Everything, <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, University of Hawaii is there. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's like the predominantly like big city life right. of Hawaii, right? Yeah, Maui's a little more low-key. Like resorty. Yeah, it's a little more resorty in yeah. Maui, and then Kauai's like the the vegetable island. The garden. The garden. <laughs> <laughs> it's all bell peppers yes. all the time here, which I think are fruit. Yeah, and corn. 
Uh, We're into pornography. Yes. <laughs> Where we shove corn cobs up yeah. transgender women's asses. <laughs> we force feed them corn and watch right. them shit it out <laughs> onto my penis. Just so we know when they ate it. Yeah. When I'm fucking, I get little corn cobs <laughs> all inside of the tip of my wiener. Little corn cobs. <laughs> so yeah. the so the corn cobs break yeah. into smaller corn cobs, yeah. not into kernels. Yeah, you've corn. never seen the small cobs. Right. Well, I get usually lieutenants in there. Not the full colonel, but just yeah. little lieutenants and privates in there. Yeah. Oh, we got the privates yeah. for sure. <laughs> uh, so we get a suk alert. <laughs> a suk alert here. Um, and he's talking about the Washington, D.C. incident, which they don't really give a name for or anything. Uh, and he goes, more and more people saw the same thing. And that is essentially the equivalent of landing on the White House lawn. And I'm like, not that I'm dismissing that this happened because it's a cool event, but... It's not the same thing as landing on the light on the, right, the White the House lawn. That's you being hopeful that that's what it was for. Right, right, right. You know, uh, we get a a, a, a rare Barra barrage because although Barra's on a lot of these episodes, he's not really saying anything that's not what the narrator just said. So yeah, um, but he uh, he comes on with the barrage. And he says, I think it was, and he's kind of like somber when he's talking. He's like, I was expecting a lot more bar in this. I know it's so cover uppy, and he and had all access yeah. and all this right. shit, whatever, you know, quote yeah, unquote. Uh, he goes. He goes. I think it was a very significant attempt to say, uh, "Hey, we want to talk to you guys," and uh, but it seems just seems to me that uh, we didn't get the message. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. Okay. Uh, misfire. Okay. Right. Guys, resend. <laughs> yeah, like I was like Maybe I was stuck in their outbox. Right. Huh? Like, and that's the thing too. Like all of this to me, all this stuff seems like like in terms of if I'm putting my my brain in the alien's brain, it seems like reconnaissance type shit. Right, right. Whereas, right. like, if they wanted to communicate, I think they could very easily send Overtly an actual show up, message, yeah. right? Because, um, like, why why the secrecy? Why just, like, fly over a place for weeks at a time if you weren't just, like, scanning things or whatever? I mean, yeah, I guess I mean, it would make sense, too, if you, if, you can, if you have researched enough that, oh, this is, like, the leadership of this big country that had only been that big for, like, seven years at that but, point but after if World you, War II. If you watch Star Trek, right? Yeah. Next generation. Mm-hmm. Uh, Picard will be Picard. Yeah. Engage. <laughs> um, they do go like, oh, this is a primitive planet, so we need right. to be careful how we approach them. So True. We don't freak them out. So maybe in yeah. a you know devil's advocate, maybe it's yeah, like, yeah. you know, they're just trying to like – True. They know they might freak us out, so they right. aren't going to overtly just like right, right. blow our minds. I guess I feel like if – again, if the technology is that insane to get here – they could probably just like boop and scan everything about the life forms that come into cut. But I don't know. Maybe you yeah. can't learn culture and society right. and emotions and things like that. Yeah. I don't know. But um, but yeah, the government apparently refused to acknowledge any alien connection. And we get footage of General John San- Sanford, and he said, "Oh God, talks like this." And but he's been on the show a bunch. It's kind of it's semi-famous footage in this world because he. He was on press releases. Mm-hmm. Um, not press releases. He was at press um, conferences. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's all the trick. Right. <laughs> uh, he was at press conferences about uh, a lot of these alien encounter mm-hmm. events. And I, th- I think, I could be wrong, but I think they said in another episode that he's one, he's one of those guys that ended up like quitting because he couldn't handle uh, covering things up uh, to the public as much. But he just had to be the one to go on TV and say, say all that something. shit. Um, I think he's what he was like on record as being part of a report that said like the complete opposite. Yeah, they don't. That's the kind of shit where this episode's a big miss. Where I'm like, why don't you go into that then? You're, right, right. It's literally just like it's as if they, the ancient aliens producers don't trust that people know what government cover ups are. Right. So this is like intro to government cover ups for alien yeah, yeah. stuff. It's just like a like a survey. This is of how it goes them, down. You know? yeah. yeah. Um. This is how I go down. Um. 
yep, but yeah, and then yep. and then Richard Dolan, who I mentioned because he is this mousy little like turdy dude, which I know that's I just thought, like is mean. This and the one I here. thought was a tranny talking. Yeah. He's the guy that's talking like this. Yeah, and, yeah, and maybe you can come and get it, boys, <laughs> and see what's down below. And his his book is like called like uh, Aliens and the Secret Government or something right. like that. So I figured he'd be like the number one guy in the episode. Aliens you know? and my secret penis. <laughs> um, <laughs> It's just like a somber picture of him looking yeah. off on the cover. And it's just called The Secret Penis. Yeah. <laughs> living with micro penis. Yeah. The, <laughs> the hidden vagina within. <laughs> um, but yeah, so he he's on and, and he talks about Project Blue Blue Book a little bit, which is how like, Project Blue, Ball, Blue Balls on. That's why that, uh, uh, that trans uh, hooker was so pissed. Maybe she had her yeah. blue balls too. You know? Yes, she had the blue balls blue. They went from tan <laughs> to blue. The blue balls blue. Um, but uh, yeah, he's on, and, he, and he's arguably the biggest conspiracy theorist on this episode. Yeah. Um, but he really doesn't say anything interesting other than, I mean, this is how they operate: they lie, they lie, they lie. That's right. pretty much it. I also don't think they put. That segment in the episode that they show in the teaser in the beginning oh, of the yeah, episode. Yeah, yeah. They'll um, lie. They'll lie. But, but uh, uh, we were kind of comparing him to like Five Goes West or something right. to Five or whatever, a little mousy <laughs> man. Um, Five actually went east. Yeah. <laughs> but so far, that his he, life's work is yeah. proving that Five went Technic- to. Yeah. He ended up in the Wild West, but technically he started off going east, right. but he went so far east that right, he ended right. up in the West. Went through the Atlantic, went through the UK, yeah. Italy, Japan, yeah. Middle East. <laughs> Italy skipped all the way to Japan, back to yeah. the entirety <laughs> yeah. of, uh, of Asia. Africa. and the, yeah. Yeah. Um, But yeah, so uh, 1969, Project Blue Book is dissolved, and Robert Clotworthy, the narrator, is just like, did the cover-ups fail, or did the officials just know too much? And I was like, why would it? Why would they close it if they knew too much? Right. Like, I don't understand like the logic. They got too there. real. Well, right. To maybe that's so. Maybe they're like, okay, we need to close it because this shit is like way gnarlier than we thought. So right. we need to h- extra hide it. Uh, right. I know? see. Like cl- publicly like close you know. it to the public and right. act like it's done, but you're actually right. still right. going on. Okay. Yeah. Mm, I guess I'm just not as good of a conspiracy theorist as a lot of people. Um, piece of shit. I'm just too trusting of Trump. Yeah. Um, It'd be huge, yeah. <laughs> and it is huge. Yeah, uh, and then there they they touch on this guy Jay Allen Hynek, um, who is funny. I was looking ahead at a few more episodes, and he's the the wallpaper, like the thumbnail mm. for uh, another episode coming up. But he was part of Project Blue Book, uh, apparently not the highest ranking part of it because right. the he was ir- like vocal about how a lot of cases weren't being properly followed up on in Project Blue Book. Yeah. And uh, and then he quit or was fired. I don't this know. This wasn't but, going deep enough. Right. Um, which is interesting, too. Again, that's the kind of shit I wish they'd go into more on. Um, Why? Yeah, yeah. more on. Because um, they end up really only picking uh, Giordano Bruno as, like, the patron saint of conspiracy theories um, and being right about them. Yeah, like, talk about all the ones they didn't go deeper on. Right, yeah. Right. And, and the ones that are modern people that you probably have a lot more history on and right. correspondence on and records kept and everything, yeah. too, so... Um, but we're going to go back to Luxor. One of the best years. Vegas, Vegas. baby. <laughs> you can see that shining, uh, tip of that pyramid from like 80 miles away or yeah. some fucking thing. That's, that's what everyone says. It's not what everyone says. It's what I say, because that's how I know I'm getting close. And this horrible knows. drive yeah. is over. I love it. Yeah. Uh, also they have the burlesque 
bikini dancers at the tables now there. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. That also, that was at a lot of places. I remember last time you and I went. Oh yeah. I mean, it's yeah. it's a newer thing. Yeah. But it's spread, but only right. to the like mid level trashy places. Like yeah, Luxor yeah. used to kind of be nice. Now it's kind of falling yeah. off. Yeah. <laughs> so like that level tier of yeah. they'll have casino them, like, does. It's that like a now. table in the middle of a big bank of like slot machines or something. Right. Or they'll, they'll like in between a bunch of blackjack tables. Right. Or something. Right. Yeah. Uh, I guess it's just something else to keep you sitting there and oh, yeah. looking looking yeah. good. Um. And. Uh, also, the Luxor bar, known for having lots of hookers. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> like the casino bar there. Oh. Because it was like outside of their shitty club, which I don't know if it's still there oh, or not. Oh, I see. How do you know that? Let's not get into it. <laughs> I don't want to dive deeper into these unsolved mysteries. <laughs> if you've seen this man at yeah. the Luxor casino <laughs> bar. <laughs> <laughs> They just play, like, anyway. your Snapchat or boomerang yeah. over. <laughs> <laughs> and then people just bring in, like, Jim Carrey or something. Yeah. <laughs> I found him. I got him. Where's my reward? Come on, Robert Stack, who's been dead for 15 yeah. years. Oh, sorry. <laughs> table. Um, but, yeah, we go back to Luxor, Egypt, for I guess what they're calling one of the earliest conspiracy theories or supposed spiri- uh, conspiracy theories. <laughs> Got his little oh, swords and spearies out. Yeah, it's the most speary of all conspiracies. <laughs> um, but that is the tale of our elongated skulled friend, Akhenaten. Uh, and Akhenaten, we've talked about him a billion times on this show. Um, but he is an interesting, maybe the most interesting pharaoh in the long line of Egyptian pharaohs because he took the entire religion of Egypt and turned it on its head by making it monotheistic. Yeah. Um, he he kind of deleted all the uh, other gods, Thoth and Horus and, and all that stuff, and, uh, you know, Pathathoth yeah, and, yeah. <laughs> um, and Osiris and Isis and all that stuff. And he said, everyone will now worship this sun deity called the Aten, um, right. A-T-E-N in English, uh, and that, and you'll see the the shining Aten, you know, coming down or whatever. Um, even though it's, I mean, it's funny because Amun Ra was a sun god, but I think he was ugh, someone's going to kill me, but he was represented by, um, not a wolf or something. I can't remember what animal he was, but anyway, he still had an animal to represent, even though he was also a sun disc based yeah. god too. Um, but the Aten was specifically one where it has these shining rays coming down. It was different than the the old way of doing right, things. Right. Um, but yeah, his. His appearance is super weird. He ruled for 17 years, which is, I think, fairly long at the time for for a pharaoh's rule. Um, and he, he kind of shows himself as a little taller, more gangly, kind of pot-bellied. He has like a a more kind of like – it's stylized, but probably a more natural-looking nose than these perfect – perfectly drawn, like almost Chris, mathematically yeah, yeah. drawn um, typical Egyptian folk in hieroglyphics and right, stuff too, right. uh, where it seems like everyone was the same artist in in Egypt. Um, and, uh, so yeah, he puts, he puts his, uh, his stink on everything. He also represents his wife, Nefertiti, um, and, uh, his children as having little, uh, pot bellies and elongated kind of heads and whatever yeah. too, or just stylized in general. Um, and you know, Coppin, Sooks, they all come on to talk about Akhenaten for the 10th time of the show. They don't really add anything. Um, but we get our first Coppin's call here. Um, and this is one of the classic ancient astronaut theorist leaps that they make. They go, Coppins calls out and says, Now clearly they were in contact with deities with elongated skulls. So they reshaped their heads because this would bring them closer to the gods or bring them among the gods. 
And it's like, okay, like, like, and they don't go into showing that he elongated a skull if he was born that way, because then the whole question is, is he a hybrid alien right. human himself? Did he do it to appear like them? Um, and uh, Suk says, of course, he was visited by the gods and uh, and had their DNA inside them. Uh, yes. Um, but, uh, but the whole point of it was not really to talk about Akhenaten at length uh, or his length. Yeah. Um, More his girth. Right. <laughs> um, which we all know is the most important yes. thing. Um, but after his 17-year rule... All his shit was like erased, like not all of it, not completely, but a lot of his stuff was erased, hidden, broken. Um, all of his artwork, representation of the Aten, because he was known as the heretic back mm. then. Um, and what it's it's weird because the next pharaoh was his son Tutankhamun, <laughs> and so yeah. his own son and son's regime uh, are the ones that that you know. I, I can't remember if the, if they mention if he's murdered or killed or dies or whatever, but um, he's taken out of power. I'm assuming violently because there's that old cliche of like no king gives Ghost. up their throne without yeah. dying or being dead or something. Um, but uh, but yeah, it's interesting that like nobody talks about that. And to me, that actually like not that it wasn't fascinating, but takes away the credibility that it must have been aliens because he could have just been an eccentric, maybe insane yeah. man. And his son was like, I need to put this back to the status quo or something, right, you right. know. Um, so he restored all of the polytheistic gods of Egypt. Uh, and I, I think it was a very prosperous, you know, reign after that time, and stuff. Yeah. Um, again, go play Assassin's Creed Origins for <laughs> more details. Oral Origins. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, the the downloadable content uh, edition called it's a Ghost of the Pharaohs or something like that. It's all about um, Akhenaten and Nefertiti um, being dead but, like, fucking with people, making people see visions and shit right. like that. So, um, or... We then go to uh, the Vatican, and the whole rest of the segment is about Giordano Bruno. Um, and I prefer Lou Malnati's Bruno, Yeah, um, but uh, Giordano's still yeah. good if you want a big Even, sloppy slice. as you said earlier, Rance's Bruno. Right. <laughs> or Tony's Little Italy right. of Placenta Uno. <laughs> placenta. <laughs> Bruno. With a nice placenti slice. Yeah. Um, but uh, come on down to Placenti. Yeah. Placentia. <laughs> Named after the leftovers for eating. Right. <laughs> um, maybe that's where Mary Poppins got the idea for her sack that holds yeah. children mm -hmm. um, that can also fucking have babies of their own. <laughs> um, the hollow sack. Right. <laughs> oh, it's um, hollow sack. Theory. Mega sack. Um, but, uh, yeah, Giordano Bruno was um, uh, a scientist in the uh, very early 17th century, like I think it's like it said, it says 1600 um, specifically, and he was one of a few different guys um, that said the Earth is not the center of the universe. Uh, there is a plurality of worlds and an infinite number of worlds and intelligent life out there, um, similar to Copernicus and Galileo saying that we're not the center of everything, uh, and he was branded a heretic because the Catholic Church did not like to have any sort of counterculture ideas to the status quo that they had established. So um, he was eventually burned at the stake after being in, uh, put in a dungeon for eight years, but he refused after all eight of those years in, in the dungeon to go back on what his, Said, his thoughts yeah. were. Um, the annoying part is that, like, the ancient astronaut theorists go, you know, immediately down the path of... Oh, he must have been visited by aliens then to have been so committed to this fact. I'm like, no, he's a scientist. Right. Like, yeah. doesn't necessarily maybe you know, maybe he was, but doesn't necessarily have to 
uh, have had Biden. alien contact yeah. to think that, oh, look at all these fucking what look like worlds or lights or something out there. Like, you know. Yeah. Um, but uh, they talk about Copernicus and Galileo a little bit, also excommunicated. Uh, Sabina Magliacco, who is like a folklorist um, that's on the show quite a bit. Um, she's usually pretty just standard factoid based, but then, uh, once in a while she has, you know, you can tell oh, maybe yeah. she's kind of into it. Obviously she agreed to do this show. Oh, so, um, that would be fascinating is to see the initial like emails and phone calls about like who ended up agreeing to be on the show and yeah, who yeah, they yeah. asked and ended up not being yeah, on the show right. too. I'm going to pass. Right. <laughs> um, but, uh, we get Seth Showstock again, who's the guy at SETI, uh, who we saw at Alien Con. He just kind of expounds on the status quo of the Catholic Church at the time and says what pretty much I just said because I said what he said on the episode. She um, said, we said. Yeah, but uh, but Sabina Magliacco does make a good point that, um, kind of like Linda Halbert, that this also feeds our mistrust of government or yeah. large government bodies in some way. Um, and apparently there's a big secret library uh, in the Vatican which they – uh, agree to that they agree exists and then right. we get a children's chime in here and he says uh, uh, he goes you have to wonder if, if the secret library at the Vatican uh, which they acknowledge exists uh, doesn't have records or chronicles of extraterrestrial contact that they, they know has happened but are keeping it a secret and so um, Childers doesn't offer anything in this episode, yeah. just the hope that aliens exist, uh, like every episode. But uh, he's saying this in reference to, in the 17th century, uh, I put the pop, <laughs> the pope. <laughs> hey, my pop took a bunch yeah. of my books and put them in the basement because I was jerking off to him too much. <laughs> um, yeah, he wanted to save a little sum for daddy. He right. said I'd fuck him up. <laughs> Sent me a pretty cool uh, gif of daddy always yeah. gets a taste. <laughs> um but uh, anyway, he the Pope ordered a bunch of books from this secret library to be moved out of the Vatican. Um, and so, of course, then they're theorizing that this is all – every all the books were just alien stuff. Right, you right. Know, pr- somehow they had proof or whatever too. So um, they then move on to the uh, – Miracle of Fatima, which was in Portugal. Um, which this was they, the Fappening? Yes, right? exactly. Where everyone yep. had all mm-hmm. the great Yeah, great, like a really, a really sexy picture of uh, Jennifer Lawrence appeared to these three children yeah. in Portugal in the 1800s. Yeah. Uh, which is crazy because that means that, like, the electronic data could have actually gone backwards in time. Right. It could have, like, created a, a self or something. Right. Yeah. Um, there are so many people cranking that the friction generated a electrical force right. that sent the single image back in time. Well, and then it goes into genetic memory and all the stuff of like seeing the visage of Jennifer Garner or Jennifer Garner, Jennifer Lawrence. <laughs> God, not Jennifer yeah. Garner. Jennifer Lawrence. Uh, maybe that, you know, when you're picturing that in your mind so intensely while uh, masturbating, yeah. perhaps that somehow triggered the DNA. No. You know, or or it was an experience in genetic memory at the time too. Maybe that helped form the future visit. You know, all down those paths of daddies and mommies having sexy time, having babies, babies having sex when they're of age, of course. Yeah, know. not but, in the Mary Poppins bag. But what? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Non MPB uh, babies, so <laughs> existing freely, yeah. not in this hellscape uh, of a bigger on the inside uh, interdimensional sack. Um, Sounds like my ex-girlfriend. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Stupid bitch. Um, but uh, a brick Van Dyke. Huh? Um, <laughs> should have left it just the one little yeah. blorp. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, maybe that ended up eventually creating, you know, in 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 
just the magistry of quantum physics mixed with biology and how they're interconnected with space time. Yeah. That's how Jennifer Lawrence's boobs show up on the internet. You know? And both. Yeah. Never forget. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so these three kids saw not only Jennifer Lawrence, but the Virgin Mary uh, appearing in a field. And this apparently drew 70,000 people off of the claim of three children, <laughs> three farm children. Yeah. Um, and you know farm children are fucking stupid. So, yeah. Um, but they yeah. could never have such an imagination. <laughs> right. Um, 70,000 people came to this, came to it and in it, this past year. Um, and they, but the, the interesting part is they say that they saw, a lot of these people say that they saw a silver spinning disc in the sky. Now, to be fair, and I just made this connection for the first time. Renaissance art had been proliferated by the 1800s when this happened right. quite a bit. And many of the, as we've explored in recent episodes, many of the appearances of halos or lights shining from the sky look like these silver discs breaking through the clouds. Yep. It makes you wonder if that was like the implantation in like the, you know, the zeitgeist of the human psyche at the time of like, oh, maybe that's because now we're thinking this is someone from heaven coming. We're seeing this silver. Di-. You know what I mean? Like if they're matrixing that kind of thing and then maybe they just saw some clouds or lights or I yeah. don't know. So um, regardless, it could have totally been aliens, too, I guess. Right. But um, that's why this show exists to prove <laughs> or disprove. that. <laughs> Uh, for all of you that don't know, we're just sitting on the real proof. We're just yeah. exploring. We're just really stretching this out yeah. to get that non-Patreon yeah. thing <laughs> that doesn't that exist yet. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, Von Daniken comes on, and, and he's literally, like, ranting about how, you know, the, the alien came and told the kids, we're here, and you must prepare and go tell them, and da-da-da. And then he's gone forever after yeah. that, and it's pointless. So, again, just a very intense, pointless rehash of what Robert Clotworthy just said, the, the narrator. Um, the church apparently covered up, uh, covered it up, and the documentation of that cover-up yeah. is in supposedly in the books taken. I don't know if they were trying to say the books are in the ones that were taken out of the secret library or if they're mm-hmm. in the secret library somewhere. Right, right. Um, but uh, we get a sukkot here about the miracle of Fatima. It says, the children were given three messages and three massages, one Swedish, one deep tissue, one shiatsu. Yeah. Okay. Now, all happy. Right. <laughs> all had happy ending. And that's yeah. the power of extraterrestrials. Yes. They, they love us so much. Oh, they want Sasha. us to come so yeah. hard. Uh, they extract the DNA straight yeah. from the source. <laughs> 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 come on, <laughs> bud. Let's go. <laughs> um, but uh, he says, and the third message was covered up by the church. Now, how does he fucking know that? Right. And apparently that third message talks about extraterrestrials. And now that is sensational. Um, it is, but by default, it's sensational. It's yeah. not, there's no proof for that. If it's never been stopped, rec- yeah, yeah, if it's never been found, how the fuck do you know what's in that right. third right. set of letters? So, um, uh, we then go to, uh, Mount Graham, uh, Mount Graham here, <laughs> Arizona. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, and then they, they bounce back and forth to Rome as well, because there are two Roman Catholic run um, observatories and they're mm-hmm. called the Vatican observatories and they're run by these like astronomer priests and one of them is this like really soft spoken kind of child molestery <laughs> uh, little priest as uh, a British man that apparently runs the one in Mount Graham I think um, they talk about the Mount Graham one more than the Rome one and they keep showing this dude but you can't tell where it is because it's a uh, a tight shot so yeah um, it's a real tight shot oh yeah <laughs> uh, but yeah so the observatory though Coincidentally or not coincidentally enough, 
Um, <laughs> or what if he was far more a minister? <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, they put this uh, this observatory where the Zuni Indian tribe believes that the sky people come from. Yeah. Um, and, it's, and it's supposedly this big corridor for UFO activity, which is a very interesting, you know, uh, factoid. I mean, in terms of the show Ancient Aliens, maybe they left out the fact that, like, oh, Mount Graham is the tallest fucking mountain in the area. So, of yeah. course, they'd put the observatory there. But that would take away the mystique. I don't know if that's true. I'm putting words in Sukulos' little mouth. But right. um, his little cotton mouth mouth. Um but uh, you know, and and the little priest guy's on there, and he's like, he's like, now the, if the Pope uh, would take the position that uh, any of us in, in Catholicism would take, is it's no big deal, like it's right. whatever. And I'm it's like, casual, bro, just that's let not. It happen. Despite the Pope saying, like, hey, if aliens exist, we'd welcome them as Catholics or yeah. whatever too. But I don't think it would not be a biggie, yeah, yeah. <laughs> a big deal, a little but, bit of a deal, yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, but yeah, we had another alert here, and he says, now do you think because they they had just introduced. That the Pope recently in 2012 or whatever was like, if aliens exist, it doesn't negate anything about, you know, God or whatever. Yeah. And they'd be, we, we, this is more of God's creation and all that fun stuff. And he goes, now, do you think that they came up with such a statement out of thin air, willy-nilly? No. There was a deliberate calculation behind releasing such a statement. All you have to do is open your eyes, and it becomes quite clear that we've been visited by extraterrestrials. Right. And that's where you sound like a crackpot. Yeah. You, know? you sound nuts. Yeah. Um, which, again, as our experience at AlienCon showed us, these guys really aren't the crackpots. It's the people that Well, yeah. <laughs> love that's like a whole nother show. level of, yeah. <laughs> now, no, where could I see yeah. something like that? I have documentation. <laughs> Will you look and at paperwork. this data. <laughs> Will you not look at my work, my paperwork? Here it is. How come Ugh. you idiots have not talked about that? <laughs> well, uh, we have a panel talking about that. Yeah. When is it? Yeah. <laughs> Where? Never seen more hustle from people that look like they haven't hustled in 30 years yeah. before in my life than those people walking down. I saw four separate heart attacks and stroke combinations. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, you were just jerking them off while they were yeah, having a, that's a heart attack. Combo. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, we're going to put this heart attack victim here. I'm going to lay him on top. Yeah. I'm going to jerk mm. both of them off with one hand here. I'm going to stroke myself. <laughs> um, Daddy, get to taste. <laughs> Uh, and yeah, they have, uh, oh, I was at the end of it. I said, they have a calm, weird old priest that blah, blah, blah. I already said that. But, um, we then go to the last third of this episode is all a complete rehash. Like literally they just sliced it and replayed. It's the same footage. Most, like most of the same, even like dialogue, like Chuck, uh, choices, chets, cuts, choices, and edits. Um, and it is about, uh, the Rendlesham forest incident um so bentwater's air force base is in uh england it's an american air force base force base um two airmen uh, mr peniston and burroughs it's peniston sorry the peniston man will pass as we all know only the peniston man Uh, will kneel before my large phallus (laughs) my phalanx of phalluses My uh, dongle hung. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, so these two airmen, these two mayormen, <laughs> both mayors in their own respective yeah. town. <laughs> oh, I'm a mayorman. I only yeah. date mayors. <laughs> yeah. I'm a, you know, a brindle mayor. Right. Okay. <laughs> no undersecretaries, no senators, no governors. None of this bullshit. No fucking House of Rep assholes. Yeah. Only mayors. Okay. Um, but, yeah, so, I mean, I guess mayor is like. What seems to be like the the funnest looking political position of any sort of note? You know what I mean? Run the city, but not yeah. like a lot of the, stuff. It's because it's, it's only really one level above a citizen, 
even though, but then he runs a whole city, a, you yeah, know, the so. the highest level of citizen. You have your Mayor uh, Quimby's, you have your fucking. Like the, Goldie the, Wilson. The, yeah, Goldie Wilson, you got your mayor from Portlandia, the yeah. guy from Twin Peaks, you know. Um, but uh, anyway, so this this whole segment is, again, I think back from season two, I believe. It was 2010 when this footage was new and shot for that episode. And now we're at the end of 2012 in uh, the Ancient Aliens timeline here in season four. Um, it's these two guys. They seem like nice enough guys. They were airmen in uh, 1980. They saw a UFO, um, or actually a lot of the people at the airport saw something crashing into the forest, and they said, you two go investigate this. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they said, all right, only if it means will peace and ending the goddamn fighting in Ireland. Is this Bono? This Bono. <laughs> <laughs> Said you two, oh. <laughs> go and investigate. Uh, a couple this, of you uh, two airmen over here, yeah. and then the edge just stared at him, right? <laughs> but it was he cold never talks to where he could have his beanie out. Right, yeah. he only speaks through his guitar. Yeah, his, his get fiddle. Um, but uh, but anyway, <laughs> <laughs> it's so weird. They send a music group that's I know at such you know their like, height of their exa- yeah exactly too. just like really yeah. starting to get a solid amount of shows outside yeah. the bars. Yeah, you just know, running like that, that arena. Yeah, you know. Um, but, uh, actually, I think 1980 was just before. Right before yeah. they. Were I think they were like still doing starting, bars and yeah, shit like I'm that. Sure. Um, but uh, but yeah, so they go out to investigate the craft. It's it's a pretty interesting UFO story, but not the 17th time I've heard it now. Which is that the craft just kind of is there and chilling out for 45 minutes, apparently, mm-hmm. allowing them to touch the craft, which he says was black, metallic, right. and warm to the touch. Yeah. <laughs> um, Soft, supple. Yeah. <laughs> soft, Forceful, but gentle. Soft, supple, hieroglyphic uh, images on there. And so the, the, the crux of this whole uh, event is that Peniston touches the craft and basically says he experiences the downloading of binary code into his brain. And it's like all he can think about. He yeah. writes it down over 12 pages of notebook, um, and then the craft kind of, like, uh, disappears into a big flash of light and zooms away or whatever. Uh, the other guy, Burroughs, says he thinks that he felt like he disappeared into the lights when it, like, landed and moved around and stuff. Um, but uh, they uh, – the Air Force did officially say that they lost radar contact of them for 45 minutes, mm-hmm. which – do you track people on radar? I, I was curious. I was like, I thought that because they because I made a point. Like I, I rewound it because it didn't say radio contact. I said radar contact. So that no, I maybe they had a beacon the or heat, something or yeah, I don't know. Anything. But uh, but anyway, um, the the previous episode that dealt with Rendlesham Forest, I was hoping that a couple years later they would give you now an extra bit of info or something. And uh, which I should know they don't because I've seen this episode before, yeah. but I don't remember what I don't remember. But they literally just, again, go to the same footage, even less informative this time, of uh, this dude that was testing what the binary code Could said. Yeah. And it says, um, uh, let's see, I wrote it down again here. It says, exploration humanity, continuous for planetary advance. And then it, but I'm like. What Under the what fuck? systems yeah, processing what? that and <laughs> right. telling it to say right. that? How did you take those the the binary code? Yeah, uh, assuming that it was letters yeah. and numbers, right? Like right. which binary code can be anything? It's the it's it literally just means on or off. Like you yeah. have these switches that are on or off. It says send nudes, pics, or it didn't happen. Right. This threat is useless without photos. Right. And I don't mean ramen. Yeah. <laughs> um, but. Uh, but, yeah, and we get a, a little more footage, which I think they didn't show at all. Uh, we didn't realize that this same old footage had Linda Howe, 
the uh, plastic yeah. surgery queen. I was going to say the molten queen. <laughs> yeah. She kind of looks like molten flesh. Yeah. <laughs> molten. Just melt. Makeup cake. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, uh, that's my favorite sequel to a Guy Ritchie movie was makeup cake sequel to layer cake. Um, but uh, yeah, she's out there just fucking idioting around yeah. like usual. Um, and she's got this fucking little outfit on with this big yeah. puffy hat yeah, and red, beret, red jacket, you know, all this shit. Um, and now they keep referring to in this episode as journalist Linda Howe, yeah, even though they've yeah. never said that before. Um, but yeah, she's on there talking about how oh, it's crazy out there, when, you know, bringing nothing to the conversation. Yeah. There's kind of, I feel bad for the guys because they did the typical, uh, you know, reality show thing of like, hey, you know, You've probably had this conversation before, but can you can you talk as Re, if you're being spontaneous yeah. about your plan for going back to the forest? And yeah. they're just sitting on a couch awkwardly. They haven't apparently really talked to each other in like 20 years. Yeah. And he's like, oh, uh, yeah, I think uh, I think only thing we should do is get back out there. Yeah, let's just uh, go nuts. Skip, get out there and, uh, you know, see if this time, you know, like uh, like love or... Yeah. You know, conform or something like that, or you know, maybe uh, you know could try spark again. something and yeah. uh, spark a memory, spark yeah. a, you know a little love between us. Yeah. You know, oh, spark the that affection. To, we're just animals out there. You know, and the animal world doesn't have yeah. uh, you, know, you know gay or straight or uh, wives or husbands, yeah. and you know. that uh, forest is just like a big Mary Poppins bag. We can go right. in there and get lost forever and right. uh, just fuck our, our and, brains out. I mean, I know we wouldn't have babies anyway, but I mean, they say that in that bag you won't have babies. Yeah, I mean, you don't have to worry. it's just another level of stress. I don't have to worry about throw you know, them into a hell pit and watch them rot. And uh, Did you say throw up into a hell pit. <laughs> no, throw them oh. the baby. <laughs> throw them into a hell pit. You know, I've. Uh, I don't know. I, yeah. I, I only throw up in hell pits now, yeah. so I don't really know. Yeah. Uh, and by throw up, I mean come and hell pits being assholes of men. <laughs> because I can't help it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I help it with the pulpit. I'm going to throw up in that hell pit. By golly, Jesus, I'm going to pump it yeah. until I dump it. So it's weird that they made them say all that stuff that we yeah. just said on, like, word for word on the yeah. show. Yeah, I mean, that was verbatim. I was reading just from my yeah. laptop. Yeah, I mean, it took me about an hour to transcribe all yeah. that shit. But um, but it was, you know, I feel bad because these are, these are veterans. These are Air Force Airmen. <laughs> yeah. uh, and they had to go out there and say all that stuff. But yeah. anyway, they go out there. And uh, then there's another little segment like that where <laughs> I feel bad again where they're like, it's out like it's night vision. Yeah, they're yeah, they're yeah. trying all to get dark, them to – they go out once shit. in the daytime to go, oh, yeah, this was a spot and it's weird. And then they – but then, like, they don't feel anything, and then they go back at night at the same time they apparently met with this UFO. Yeah. Um, and it's night. It's all, you know, green night vision and stuff, and they're just standing there before they walk deeper in the woods, and they're just like, yeah, it's, you know, just get that feeling that uh, something's about to happen, you know? And the guy's like, yeah, just like that anticipation. I'm like, well, yeah, <laughs> you're fucking with a t- television crew, a television t- <laughs> t- 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 crew. Uh, which is, you know, the, the Tila Tequila yeah, channel, you yeah. know. Um, uh, it still runs on MySpace. Right. It's kind of funny, but, you know, it's cool. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, you're going out into the forest in the middle of the fucking night with a camera crew from a pretty popular TV show at the time. Like, um, I also forgot to mention Penison's Sweet Headband, too. Um, yeah, where it had the almost Guy Fieri-looking style yeah. fake hair on right. top. But I think and it was his real. It was his real hair. But it looked like the '80s uh, ski movie villain, yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah. like dickhead, like which is pretty much better off dead. And that's right, it. Right. <laughs> but yeah, but the super the super thick headband and your yeah. head's kind of like um, hair's all Ernie and Birding yeah. out of the top, you know. Ernie um, and Birding, not Bert and Ernie. Come on. <laughs> Whatever, <laughs> Ernie and or Birding, um, who are not gay because puppets don't have because sexuality. They still fuck. Right. 
Yeah, so they fucked him. <laughs> yeah. <in the> game. <laughs> Not gay if you come, bro. Right. Um, but uh, anyway, uh, it it doesn't go into a lot more information, I, though I think it makes a point to mention that, like, perhaps hundreds of witnesses, uh, and I only believe it because Nick Pope is on to say this. He says there was, he's like, potentially hundreds of military witnesses that saw some sort of crap because after they had their experience, the two dudes, the craft was seen like over a few days by, or a craft or something was seen by other witnesses there, but they were of course all apparently told not to talk about it uh, and keep things off the record. So, um, but uh, in 1983, uh, the story breaks in the newspaper because of a, a freedom of information act request, according to Nick Pope. Um, And, uh, it's like, you know, UFOs in the forest or whatever it is. And it just says, and that's where really it says the, the Air Force says they have no comment. There was no pattern of movement or this or that or whatever, mm-hmm. just denying everything. So, um, but again, not defending a cover up, but we have to remember that like, it's not a, it's not a conspiracy or cover up. It's a need to know basis, right? Yeah, it doesn't yeah. change anything other than it takes some of the emotion out of it too, you know? Right. Cause of course I would love to fucking see all the secret knowledge of militaries Whatever. around the world yeah. and stuff too. But, um, but anyway, uh, yeah, the whole rest of the, 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 that's like the fourth out of fifth segment. And the last segment is just more like another two minutes of that. Yeah. Um, Linda, Howe just comes on and says, no, I mean, now these guys, like it just, it just shows how, you know, these experiences with UFOs are just so consistent because of this memory loss and uh, just going on about nothing. Um, and uh, that they say that Pettison had like some random memories that cleared up over a couple days, but then they don't go again. We're left blue balled just like the previous episode. They mentioned the Rendlesham Forest incident on, which is with no real payoff for anything. Right. right. Um, and, uh, we we get a they're kind of wrapping the episode up here and we get a final uh kind of bunch of chime ins from everyone but uh Childress chimes in here and he says which is literally just the theme of this episode it looks like the fucking description of the episode on Amazon where we watched this uh he said there seems to be a concerted effort to really cover up evidence that aliens have been coming here and interacting with humans for thousands of years you yeah. know it's like that's what Ancient Aliens is about, the show. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And uh, Jason Martell and Ken Storch, the, you know, Ken, Jason Martell's the slick back kid. Ken Storch is the uh, mustache mangaloid, as, yeah. I call, as I've dubbed him. Uh, and he, he, he and he <laughs> just re- reiterate that, uh, yeah, there are cover-ups and there's encounters happening. And you just got to, the evidence is there. You know, it's there. And the government just is not comfortable with letting us know. And, it's, and that's it. That's the yeah. end. So. Um, no real new information. I was hoping for a lot more emotion in this episode, like a lot more like being pissed off and like being frustrated or like, ah, like, you know, like that's the, you think that if you talk about government cover-ups with ancient astronaut theorists, the reason that they're, you would think that they would think the reason their entire like school of thought is not respected is because of cover-ups, you know? So you think they'd be rallying against it or desperate to, you know, put in the work to uncover it. But that's why having Nick Pope on the show is great. Like I, I would see him when I watched the show initially, but like I have an all new respect for him. Cause he fucking really was in a ministry of defense, right, right, right. you know, actual so. position. Right. Yeah. And he never says anything dumb. Yeah, he just yeah. says facts and things like that, you know? So, um, what was his, his segment was on, um, technology that like looks like sci-fi, but actually is known to exist now. Like, right, like right. ships and well, things yeah, like that. And, and like, uh, 
he kept showing the the British Ministry of Defense website, which no one had been to, even though it's fully public. Right. And he's like, look at this this fucking ship they have on their cover page. Right. He's like, this is what they're willing to show you now. Right. Yeah. So oh, just that's what it was. Think of yeah, what yeah. they aren't showing you. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's the stuff that like is the the mind boggling stuff, you know? Because right. there's some facts just to give you a taste to ground you and then go wow what else is there you know but but that's you know that's why we love our ancient astronaut theorists because they just they are conspiracy theorists in general that's why that's the thing we like the show because it's it's and it's how far are they willing to go and what limits are they willing to put on themselves and the answer usually is none (laughs) yes except (laughs) except for your nick popes travis taylors i would guess even mike barra to a certain extent now that's been interesting, actually, and this was a segment I think that Charlie Smith or one of our other fans suggested was like going through their social feeds and trying to like oh, yeah. going like. So Mike Barra has a very interesting social feed <laughs> on Instagram, especially it's like Barra thirty or M Barra thirty three, I believe was his handle, mm-hmm. and there was a lot. <laughs> there's a lot of, I'm sure because we hit the anniversary a couple weeks ago, but a lot of, um, pro, um, the official statement on September 11th. So he's like, he's because he's like, like one of his posts is like, can you, are you fucking telling me that you don't think that an airplane can cause this level of damage, you know? And then he's showing clips from like the space shuttle where a little piece of styrofoam just explodes because it's moving so fast and it's hitting a wing. And he's like, he's like, if that's just a little piece of styrofoam, how about hitting a building going that fast? Right, right, right. Um, Yeah, there were certain things that I was like, oh, he's not crazy like level-headed (laughs) other things is like no this is totally wrong right and then it's and then (laughs) i was also dying because i uh there was all like i'm getting all of these shit posting accounts now because he shares really dumb memes a lot (laughs) and because i'll like i'll like it or you know the algorithm sees me stopping and reading it or something one of them is like this like hot chick with a big ass from the back and she's walking on the beach in a bikini with like what looks like a five-year-old kid and it and it goes the the caption is just when you're finally ready to be a really great stepdad. That's <laughs> <laughs> just stupid. Because like, uh, <laughs> he has a little bit of that like creep factor yeah, yeah, of like yeah. like obviously you're horny for chicks and yeah, whatever. But obviously, and then and then he also does the uh, but then he does animal rights stuff and rescue like right. like like about the importance of animal rescuing as opposed to breeding. And then. Uh, uh, of course, then chicks in bikinis with oh. guns. <laughs> Bara is Arlen underscore 75 underscore Weston. Wait, what? That's not his handle. A hundred. I'll bet you a million dollars. Hold on. Hold on. I will bet you whatever you want. Fucking, uh, I'll go two million. <laughs> um, well, now it's not. Okay. Let's Trust me. Know. I just. Okay. You and, unless his name is Mbara 33. Nope. Well, why am I seeing that then? Why is that in my head then? I don't know. <laughs> Hold on. Mike Barra. Great airtime. Great joke. radio, yeah. Uh, not Miles Barra. I'm not saying they didn't change it, but I'm just telling you. Yeah, yeah. Holy shit. No yeah. Longer. No, you're right. Yeah, I know I'm right. But it was Mbarra 33. Yeah. Yeah, he changed so Arlen underscore off. 75 underscore Weston. What does that <laughs> mean? That's so odd. Oh, yeah, and here's the meme right there. Yeah, the no, moment when you realize yeah, you make a good step down. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, oh, and here's another uh, class. Oh, he's sharing his own shit. So maybe this is not him? No, this is him. Because you got to be, right? It, yeah. The right. Oh, yeah, yeah. But then he has another account, says Mike Barrow. So maybe that's why he changed it. Uh, and, and the meme. No, that's or, Blogspot? His post is, 
Do you think they call? Oh, it's a, no, it's a Facebook share. Okay. Do you think they call caviar caviar because if they called it fish eggs, nobody would eat it? <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Um, oh, and then he has a meme of Bill Cosby uh, looking irritated, and he has a the photoshopped Jello box that says J L O. Yeah, J A I L dash O. Oh man. Um, not that we were going to really, but yeah, that was pretty crazy that uh, fucking Cosby got like what, like three to eight years in prison or something like oh, that, and no, ba- that, yeah. and no bail. He like went directly to Just prison straight for up. it. Yeah. yeah. So um, anyway, yeah, that's uh, aliens and cover-ups. And um, cover-ups. I don't think we have any reaching for the stars this Ooh. week, but reaching for the stars for those that don't know um, is a segment where we ask you, the listener. The local probers out there, the prolapsers, uh, <laughs> to go on to your uh, podcast network of choice or, <laughs> or Facebook or anywhere where you can rate Probing Ancient Aliens five stars or the top. It's always five now. Um, five stars and write. Write a comment. Because <laughs> that was like direction, but also yeah. saying, yes, that's yes. correct. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, and write. <laughs> A review in the comments of that five star rating, and no matter what mm, you say, these are comments I cannot not read. Okay, <laughs> I am a people who cannot resist the temptation to read five five star comments. Uh, but uh, yeah, we will read whatever you write in there and give your shout out on the podcast airwaves. Um, next episode is Alien Power Plants, <laughs> season four, episode thirteen. So I'm guessing we're going to learn. The intricacies and the science, the true science behind how rock generates energy Whoa. for spacecrafts. So, um, I thought it was going to be an episode about um, like garbanzo beans, soybeans. Uh, oh, yeah, like power foods, right? Yeah, yeah, power, yeah, yeah. but know, power plants and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These are power plants. Yeah. These will get you the nutrients, the energy, yeah. the little bits that you need. I mean, we thought probing ancient names would be... A little more successful than it was, so we're kind of pivoting to bring in just the whole vegan lifestyle um, yeah. or vegan if, talk. You know, yeah, exactly. Um, and uh, you know, so stay tuned for that. We're going to have a lot of um, just you know health information on the show. Yeah. Um, this is kind of the last standard one where it's just going to be about probing ancient aliens. Yeah. We still have some of that in there, but yeah. uh, it's going to be a real vegan power plant power hour. So yeah, uh, the VPPPP. I got a an Oster a blender, yeah. so we can start. You know. <laughs> <laughs> You're just reading boxes around your room. <laughs> so we can, you know, make smoothies yeah. and stuff. Um, yeah, we're going to uh, talk about, like, the Corabite Mines plants, you know, uh, and, uh, and you John know the, Jake's the Planet Wizard uh, plants yeah. and microphone plants and And, you stuff. know, how and, Garbage Pail post Kid posters. Yeah, can, yeah. Uh, Lots of nutrients in Garbage Pail Kids posters. Well, they're just, so. you know, really motivational for when you want to eat meat. You right. can just look how gross those little kids are. Yeah, and yeah. And, you know, bad hey. vegetables are the way. Yeah, I'll just put disgusting plants in my body. So, yeah. Um, hey. First class, all the way. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, follow us on social media at Probing Ancient Aliens on Instagram and Facebook. Listen to our other podcast, Beer There, Drunk That, uh, where we review different craft breweries and craft beer with our same gross level of anally focused humor. Um, that is on the same podcast services as Probing Ancient Aliens. Follow Beer There Drunk That's social media at Beer There Drunk That PC on, which stands for Prolapse Colon, yeah. uh, on Instagram <laughs> and Beer There Drunk That on Facebook. So, yeah, other than that, uh, we're going to cover up our little butthole just enough to build up the gastrointestinal force 
and then we'll let go just at the right second to blast off out of here. All because of cover-ups. And cover-ups. Yeah. I pour some in my bottle. Come on. 